I was, re- I was reading the the dinosaur comics today, and and is about is about um, time travel, right? Time travel stories, and um, like Quantum Leap, right? Like like Quantum Leap or, is really about Star Trek, um, but the the comment text, which is the text you get when you highlight over the comment link, was about that. It said that the time travel problem exists in other books too. For example, Harry Potter um, books being compared to Star Trek in this case, where his problem is that, that Star Trek, once, once they can time travel, right, there are no more difficulties. They could always just time travel and fix it. So so my idea was for Especially Harry since Potter, it's so easy to do. That's the main point. Right. It's it's easy, right? They've already just, conquered time travel. They can just... Yeah, you just need a bobble. Right. That's a Harry Potter. Or, or a sun. Hermione gets that, that thing, the compass clock thing. I don't know what she has. Whatever. Book three, book four. Don't care. Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, whatever. Everyone's read the damn books that's going to at this point. <laughs> and if you haven't, just watch Wizard People Dear Reader because it's better. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so Hermione gets this bobble so she can fix the timeline, right? So she can, uh, I'm thinking, ever since she gets that, you know she's using that, right? Because she, she has it. And and the books are so confused. I, like, especially book seven. You know, when, when Ron and Harry are in the tent and Hermione's mad at them, right? Yeah. I don't remember the details, but I'm pretty sure she engineered all of that because she needs she needs to fix the timeline because Voldemort's gone back. And I think wait, so Voldemort's been traveling in time too, right? I mean, the whole book doesn't make sense, right? You start out Harry's Harry's living with his godparents, right? But that doesn't seem right. He's really living with his other parents. There's this whole storyline about his parents. You find out so much about them, and that's because the timelines are really converging. Harry wasn't... His parents weren't killed at the beginning of the book. Voldemort traveled back in time oh, and killed Harry's parents. In book seven. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, so what does Hermione have to do with this? You know what? I think somewhere in there, Hermione runs into Michael J. Fox, too. Hermione fixes the timeline. Wait, Hermione kills... And the Cubs win the series in 2008. Hermione kills... Harry's parents? No. Hermione, Voldemort goes back in time, tries to kill Harry's parents. Voldemort! And then Hermione has to... I don't know, but but she does something. She fixes time. She fixes uh, what has once gone wrong. No. She makes no, right what was once gone wrong. She makes it wrong. so Harry can eventually destroy Voldemort. Time. In the future. Is on our side. By setting up the past. Yes, it is. So she's God. No, she's just a time traveler, like Michael J. Fox. Is there? What are the limits on the time bobbler? I don't remember. Uh, unlimited. Oh, okay. Any, okay. Anytime you want unlimited, uh, Dumbledore says don't use no. it, but Hermione doesn't care. <laughs> I believe it takes 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> oh, that's why, they, uh, that's why they had the DeLorean. She has to keep charging in the wall overnight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> best of charge of things. Right. Little known fact. That's that why. So she can't travel control. back before electricity, or else she's out of luck. Yeah. But other than that, good to go. The That's wizarding why... world runs off of a 440 hertz, uh, 1.21 gigawatts of power. Like the... you know, uh, the character Fleur de la Fleur I'm pretty sure. She's Hermione in the future. I'm pretty sure she's French. Wait, 
doesn't she spoiler alert doesn't she like date Ron's brother oh, no. dude I don't know I'm not paying attention when I'm reading these things I'm just we should write through. fan fiction where never mind <laughs> Flor de la Cur dates Voldemort and then he's not evil <laughs> you have some weird ideas there that's okay Can we yeah cause remember? Voldemort goes back in time yeah Wait, so Hermione is Floor. In the future. In the future. And then Voldemort goes ahead in time as a child, but then he... Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that part. Floor decor. It has to do with his whatever his things he makes. The Horcruxes. The Horcruxes. Spoiler. If that's not... What would they get from that? If someone didn't know about... <laughs> well, uh, he puts a piece of soul in it. Well, that's and a, then, that's well, the spoiler. Now oh, no. Hey, hey, Juano. Hey. Oh, in the jump at the end of the book where the, there's a, the epilogue where, like, oh, Harry, yeah. has, Harry has some babies and stuff. Time travel. Hello. Hello, babies. So, like, how, really, how Hermione else can is... you explain that whole, like, gap <laughs> that takes, like, a, one page of the book? And it's, that like, was... 20 years there. I, I'm not comfortable with that. Except, if, except if there's time travel. So Hermione is standing in that scene behind a tree, looking into the future, giggling. Hermione is married to Ron in that scene. Wait. wait. Spoiler alert. So Snape killed Dumbledore. No, that's a real spoiler. You don't want to reveal that. No, the rest doesn't matter. <laughs> Dumbledore didn't die, okay? So Floored the yeah, core and Ron hooked up? Wait, Matt, did you, did you bleep that? Oh, oh, I didn't post. Okay. Dumbledore had to disappear. He didn't die, okay? How else did he meet him in the train station? Exactly. He went to the train station and waited for Harry to show up in the future. Oh. As a bum. Now, you mean when he died? He didn't die, Nate. When Harry died. No, Harry. He Harry went to the future. didn't die. Hermione stopped time, right? Well, he died for a little bit. No, Hermione stopped time when they shot the, the wands at each other. Is that how he died? I forget. Wait, can she stop no. time? No, he killed him. He did the... No, he got killed. He did Avagadabra. The Avagadabra oh, yeah. Avada thingy. Abracadabra. Are we going to get sued time. for this? It jumped in the way. Hermione... But she's power. She's the only one that knows real magic, right? So she casts the counter of a cadaver. Oh shit! What is the counter, Matt? It's like anti whatever. You just say something. <laughs> you have a Latin word and you, whatever. You have a time travel. She goes back in time before he casts it and does one of those wand flipping spells. That's a super powerful spell in yeah, Harry just, Potter. She just like walks up and moves her arm. Moves <laughs> <laughs> arm. And bounce off. I think the reverse is Arvadic Adava. That's true. You know, Matt, I hope you didn't tell anyone these ideas. I've been trying to, <laughs> but they're not listening. <laughs> Have they recommended anybody to you? Are you doing this Counseling? on the street? <laughs> Do you have a megaphone? You need to know, Mark. <laughs> That's why I started this podcast. To tell you about my Harry Potter ideas. It's the top secret blog expose. Come listen to what we say. Things that are on your mind. Things 
of most every kind Top secret blog expose Come listen to what we say Things that will be such fun I think Matt just made a pun Top secret blog expose Top secret blog expose Top secret blog expose Well, let me tell you I've got some content right here for you the other, the other week, I got a thinger in the mail saying, Oh, I'm sorry, we've missed you. We've got a package for you. And then it said, T.J. Williams. And I'm thinking, I'm not exactly T.J. Williams. Do you, you, don't, you don't know a T.J. Williams? There's no T.J. Williams that lives in your building or something? No. I see. And I know the people that lived here before me, too, and they were not T.J. Williams. So I was thinking, hey, maybe it'd be cool if I, like, pretended to be T.J. Williams. I went and picked it up from the post office. Isn't that a felony? Well, yeah, then uh, I got talked out of it, so I didn't by, do it. By who? So I got... Your conscious? Conscience? <laughs> yes, my conscience. So then I was like, all right, well, I'm just not going to do anything. So, like, a week later, I get another slip that's like, hey, we missed you again. We're going to hold it here at the post office until we send it back to the sender. So I called the post office and said, yo, I'm not TJ Williams. I'm Nathan Hogan. And you should follow through with this appropriately. And they said, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll take care of it. Okay, bye. So then I come home the next week and there's a giant yellow sign posted on my door. And it says, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, State Constable. And it's got the logo of Pennsylvania. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, what, what, what did I do now? And then it has the phone number of the State Constable. And it says, uh-huh. important notice. This is to notify T.J. Williams that a warrant for your arrest as a result of an unpaid citation has been issued by district court. Oh, shit. Something, something, something. I'm like, oh crap. Good thing I didn't answer that mail. <laughs> a subpoena. <laughs> probably would have had to appear in court. You Which probably fuck? still do. They'll probably arrest you and you'll be like, you're, you're T.J. Williams. You'll be like, no, I'm Nate Hogan. And they'll be like, likely story. Likely <laughs> story. This podcast is the start of a Law & Order episode, I think. <laughs> that, the oldest trick in the book is sending back the subpoena to sender. <laughs> <laughs> so. So it says, failure to reply can and will result in your arrest at home, on the street, your place of business, or your place of employment. In case they're different. Yeah. In case you do your business outside of employment. Oh, I do my business wherever I want. I do my business. What kind of joke is that, Matt? It's a business joke. Are you proud that you made that joke? It's a Dilbert joke. Is more. it? Oh, I, I hate Dilbert. I only do business in my business socks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because when I'm done to my business socks, you know what time it is. So you're going to be arrested. So basically, yeah, I would have been arrested if I'd answered that mail. And even though <laughs> I didn't answer that mail, I still might be arrested. I mean, they're gonna—they so they know where you live. What if they show up next time and they just knock your door down? That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be like an episode of Cops. Hey, they got the battering ram and everything. Hey, Matt. Hey, what? Maybe maybe we should call them and have them do it now. 
That'd be pretty good for the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'd that should be our season finale. Can we wait like ten episodes? Yeah, I think so. Well, I called the constable. Oh yeah. On his cell. I buzzed him on his cell. And he's like, oh, "Why are you think... calling me at midnight?" Basically, how'd you, yeah. How'd you get this number? Wait, what did he really say? He was like, "Who are you?" I was like, "Well, you know, I had this notice on my door at eleven twenty-one, and you know this, I'm not T.J. Williams." And he's like. Well, then why are you calling this number? <laughs> I'm like, well, you put the notice on my door. It's a big yellow sign. I'm just calling to let you know that this is not his address. And he hasn't lived here for at least a year. And he was like, do you know Thomas Williams? I was like, no, I don't know him. <laughs> no. He, he, I, now I went from like trying to help out the constable to harboring criminals. <laughs> I don't understand. I believe that's called criminal intent. I've been getting cell phone calls, like, I've made, probably gotten about seven of them now, maybe five, and I think the up, constable? Oh, it could be the constable of car insurance. It's like an automatic, one of those uh, automatic voices, like an automatic robotic feminine voice that says, hello, your insurance or something about your car, your car something it's something like, is set to wow. expire. And like, what kind okay. of spam is that? That's like, I'm not going to buy, you know, they're not selling anything. So uh, they don't even. Matt, uh, I have some bad news. I, in order to um, get away from such high premiums, I registered my car in your name in New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous, Matt. Huh. Well, I knew Mark's info. He, I did give you my social security number. I mean, I stole it. Well, I mean, you you've been into my my dorm room. It's, I not was. Like, it's not like Carnegie Mellon makes this hard. See, you have this I'm big not... poster and it's just your social security number and I might have written it down. Oh, and I have to I'm not afraid to give out my social security number because I've got identity theft protection. Nate, why don't you tell us it? <laughs> my number is 083-982-05622. Okay. Hey, Matt. This reminds hey, me, what? you just got a new phone. Yeah, oh, yeah, you did. And you I'm gave out off by that. you gave out your cell phone on the on the blog. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that something you really want to do? Dude, all I want is people to call me. Now you're gonna get a call from Tammy. So we're do we're going back to uh call Who's Tammy? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. TJ Williams, if you're listening, call Matt. Yeah. I- can bail I can, you out. I'll help you out, man. <laughs> I've been there. I've been in some rough patches. <laughs> With the I, know st- I know what weather- happens when you don't pay your citations for drinking in public. Yep. He'll the help you weather the storm. Is a parking it- ticket a citation? Yes. Okay. If it accumulates mm. to the point that the district court gets involved. Seems like you so know a lot pretty- about this, Nate. Starts putting notes on your door. You should have been told the constable that you'd like to be his friend. Well, he didn't seem very friendly, so... Yeah, he's probably not very friendly. He was probably pissed off because TJ wasn't showing up, and you gave him a false address. <laughs> he threw them. <laughs> he 
Your trail yeah. has gone completely cold at this point. Yeah, it was your fault, Nate, for not being there when they delivered it the first Stop time. Stop staking out the house now to see if TJ shows up. Yeah. Oh, God, I would love that. Again, for the podcast, it would be great. Yeah, I told my mom I'm going to become a bounty hunter and I'm going to find TJ on my own and give him to the constable. See, now, I could see you having a job like that. I can see you wanting to become a bounty hunter. It's, and my mom said, yeah, that's a real smart career decision. <laughs> Sounds like your mom. I'll go from nuclear <laughs> nuclear physicist to bounty hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call myself Fission. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Have it shaved into your head, the back of your head. Yeah, in cursive. Or you could get the, like, that the wa- Adam symbol. That Watchman Adam symbol on your forehead. Oh, yeah. Call me Dr. Manhattan. Because I'm nuclear fission. <laughs> hey Matt, hey. the comedian is dead. Oh, don't don't even don't even get me started on the comedian. Oh, is that a Watchmen thing? Yeah. Yeah. You started the Watchmen conversation, Mark. Yeah. What the heck? I feel betrayed. I've only read the Wikipedia article. I'm. I'm too hurt. I actually remember about the comedian thing now. But too yeah, that's hurt. like the main thing. Okay. I, yeah. I Have you actually read the comic? Yeah. Oh, is it? Huh. He actually owns it. Wait, you actually? Yeah, I, d- I didn't just steal it, Mark. Wait, I was gonna say you you own something. Oh, some things. Hey, Matt, do you have any good Adventure Chef ideas? Uh, I've just been frying noodles ever since I figured out I could do that. <laughs> Man, that's so good. I'm just frying saying. Frying the noodles? You cook the noodles, you put them in a pan, you fry them in oil, you put soy sauce on them. Man, it's like spaghetti and Wait, soy sauce. You do this to spaghetti? Rice spaghetti. Oh, Is okay. this olive oil? Vermicelli. Rice spaghetti. Olive oil? Yeah. Can you use vegetable oil? You can use whatever oil you want. You can use olive oil. You can use vegetable oil. You can use can- corn oil. You can use canola oil. What soy? Soil? Oh. You can't use soil. <laughs> That's gross, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Every time I go to the Natural History Museum, I go to Lulu's. Basically. Are you researching something at the National His- Natural History Museum? I researched things three times. <laughs> Are you close to a theory? <laughs> and then I draw my conclusions. <laughs> and move on to new topics. And yes, I am close. I was in the awesome. library once. There, there's the library's connected to the Natural History Museum. Um, to the leg bone. <laughs> to the thigh bone, and there's a part in the in the some part of the stacks. There's windows onto the uh, dinosaur exhibit. 
Oh yeah, there is. And I was there once, like late, like uh, maybe the the library had a an hour, half an hour before closing, and the museum was closed. And I was in the stacks, looking out, the, looking into the museum through the window, and I saw this dude inside the di- like practically on the dinosaur bones, like with a notepad, sketching, drawing stuff, or writing stuff down. And I couldn't I, tell if he know? was if he was a vandal or a researcher, and I didn't know what to do. How do you know you weren't the museum and people were looking in at you? Or dinosaur bones. Right now. Because right I now. like I like to stare at the people in the library when I'm in there. <laughs> Through the window. From a foot away. <laughs> yeah. Just next to them. <laughs> and you take notes. <laughs> I take pictures and then write things in a little notebook. Those are some old books. We just elect presidents to mayor. Right. Future presidents. Who then get rejected. Because they're jerks. Man, everyone hates Giuliani, huh? He really hates ferrets. Did you know that? He has a horrible thing against ferrets. It's kind of funny. That's all I'm going to say about Giuliani. Okay. That's all, all that needs to be said, I think. Yeah. Speaks for itself, I think. Speaks volumes. Hi, I'm Mark, and this is Top Secret Blog Exposé. My co-host will introduce themselves. I'm Matt. I'm not going to introduce myself. <laughs> That's not going in. That's totally going in. <laughs> oh, so I got this postcard today from, um... No, RFBND. I don't know what that means. But, oh, it's recording for the blind and dyslexic. And you can go to this place and record books. <gasps> oh, I want to do that. I'm totally going to do it. Oh, cool. I, I want to yeah. do it. Yeah. You're and then we're going to put what? jokes in the middle. Record record audiobooks for the blind and dyslexic. Oh, dude. I'm going to do it. Why wouldn't John how do you do, it? do that? Yeah, how do you do this? You just show up. There's a place, like, on Mass Ave, like, right next to me. Huh. Do they record it on computers? Yeah, they have eight bo- recording booths, it says. Do you and it shows a lady with a computer and, like, a big, like, public radio microphone. Do you have no to... way! Do they have this in other cities? I mean, probably. Can you put this I on wanna... the blog? No. Oh. It's copyright material. Oh. I imagine. No, We I... should just do that on our own. Just rent for the for the blind. Read books on the blog. Support the blind. Listen to our podcast. Supporting the blind by reading their books, cause they can't read them. We read them aloud in the microphone. Read the books. Chapter 18. Compiling. If you came here looking for a Perl compiler, you may be surprised to discover that you already have one. Your Perl program, typically slash user slash bin slash Perl, already contains a Perl compiler. That might not be what you were thinking, and if, it, and if it wasn't, you may be pleased to know that we do also provide code generators. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you know how to use Perl? I mean, sort of. I'm not 
very, very rusty. I can. Yeah, I, mean, I heard it's really powerful, but it's hard to learn. No, it's not hard to learn. It's just that you can easily write bad-looking code in it. Like So it's difficult to write good-looking code in it? No, it's just... it's not. I don't think it's difficult to write good-looking code. It's just, well, I guess if you're lazy. Don't. Yeah, people yeah, are too lazy. And, uh... It, it makes people feel good about being lazy. Yes, it makes them feel like they they will write small programs that like are just comprised of like slashes or randoms, eliminators, and like yes, there are some in in code. Like I mean, once you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't See, think I... Matt. Is there any language you can't program in? Like that's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's impossible, right? Because you just learn it, right? Right. Like they're all the same. Right, I've there's no paradigm no where I'd be like just lost. I you heard got a to guy eliminate. You got to eliminate. You got to break down, Mark. Go. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Bring it. Now, I heard that some guy wrote a one-line code in Perl that could break the encryption on DVDs, so you could yeah. burn them. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. They put it on T-shirts and like. I don't know if it was Perl. It probably was Perl, but uh, I think it was Perl. I yeah. mean, they they used a lot of math libraries that like did all of the work for them. Oh, that's so stupid. it's kind of cheating. I would consider that cheating, but whatever. That's what I wanted to know. If it was like calling others, was it like a sub program or was it just yeah? It was, more, it was probably like I don't know exactly what they're doing, but they were. I mean, it probably wasn't like it probably wasn't a non-complicated piece of code, but I'm. Yeah, it was probably like doing some. Fancy yeah, because there's that song, isn't there? And then they argue that the song's transformative use. I don't... Which, which part? There's a song of the program. Oh, is there? There is? Cause then, yeah, because the song... They they claim that the song would be fair use, because they took, they took the encryption scheme, right, and transformed it into a different work. Oh. Huh. Wow. But this is, like, the most boring topic for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I brought it down. It was my fault. I should have just rejected you right away. I was just curious. Yeah, you're the host, Mark. I'm not the host. I just... You announced it. You took the mantle. <laughs> I was... You take the mantle, you get the responsibility. Yeah, but you're <laughs> editing this one. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I just feel bad, because, like, I mean, you introduce yourself, and that's fine, but then I'm always second, and I always feel bad for Nate. Because we never mix it up. So I'm letting Nate know that he can grab the first place or even second place if he wants. Thanks. <laughs> How presumptuous of me. I'm thrilled. This is awkward for Keyboards me. Keyboards are know. gross. <laughs> you mean like ah, computer I think keyboards? that's the end of a segment right there. The amount of stuff in it. You gotta clean it, man. You can I beat somebody. Know how. You know what else I have a problem with? Unscrew it. <sighs> There's some screws. You know what I have a problem with, though? What? At work. I drink a lot of soda. Why? And I get thirsty. Yeah, but it's bad for your teeth. I know. So, my problem is, I want to brush my teeth. Brush your teeth, like, damn it. Like, maybe at 2 p.m. Uh, but I don't want to brush it in the bathroom. Tons of people do that at work. I don't want to be one of those people. I don't like those people. They're always weird, middle-aged men. Yeah, they are. I'm sorry. I, I completely. There aren't any women in my bathroom. 
That's what I was saying, and I feel uncomfortable about that. Probably good. Yeah. Wait, you have unisex bathrooms? No. That's a problem. And also, they don't brush their teeth in my bathroom. When I was in kindergarten, they taught me to uh, brush every six hours or three hours. You know, like for lunch, dinner. So you should brush Fourth them. meal. Uh, brush into snacks. Fourth meal is what it's called in the Yeah, the food that gets stuck in your teeth. Fourth meal. <laughs> like a chipmunk? Mm. <laughs> kind of. Your chipmunk meal of the day. It's kind of gross. Man, now I'm taking apart my keyboard because it looks gross inside. I stopped mine. I was doing it. You stopped taking yours apart? Yeah. So if anyone knows a different way to uh, get a good toothbrush in in the middle of the day without going to the bathroom with a toothbrush... Gum. Gum. That's a humble request. Let me know. How does gum help, Mark? It won't help. It'll make it worse. No. No. I don't even like gum. Gum. Oh, I hate gum. Makes me want to throw up. But that's the thing, right, Nate? You use gum? I use mints. Mints don't help. It's not bad breath. I want to get the sugar off my teeth. There's a brand of or gum that's supposed to help you. Use with gum. That. Orbits. Yeah, for well, that don't, feeling. don't mention the name. I don't want the feeling. I want the actual thing. Orbits paid me. Can, can, we, can you believe that? No, I'm not believing it. We want him to send me some so I can try it out. Matt needs something to clean his teeth. <laughs> wink, wink. Orbits for that good, clean feeling. Wait, is the wink wink meaning he should clean his mouth? No, they do that in the commercial. He should use money? Send him money to wash out his mouth? <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, that, that's what I was going for. So I was in a... Girl from Ipanipa. Mm-hmm. Can't take you anywhere, Nate. I know. What else is new? What were you in, Mark? Mark? Mark's making that noise and so he tries not to laugh. I don't understand. We have to edit it out. <laughs> so yeah. it for a couple minutes. <laughs> I don't understand you. I don't I don't understand you. They're drawing a low fast filter from that, that boy. <laughs> yeah, it's got like the low, really low frequency. Um. <laughs> um. No, I was at a Home Depot. Yeah. I don't. What were you doing there? I was getting a shelf, like a garage shelf. The pacing is gone. Good night, everybody. Uh...